Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Darlene Love is a national treasure. She's a, an, undic- an inductee to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, a winner of the Grammy Award. Rolling Stone magazine has proclaimed Darlene Love to be one of the greatest singers of all time. I can tell you that's true. I've been in her concerts. I've been in the audience. And she's going to be coming to our neighborhood, to the Sacred Heart Theater, the Community Theater, this Sunday, December 3rd at 7 p.m. We're very, very excited. Darlene Love, welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show for the Christmas holiday. I'm so happy to talk with you. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. It's Christmas time. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I wish it were more than that, but at least it's that. And you have been so busy. I love your Facebook page. Everybody should follow Darlene Love on Facebook. And you <laughs> and you have been telling us you've got some kind of surprises coming up this holiday season. You've been teasing us about all kind of surprise guests that are going to be joining you. Yeah, you know, I tell everybody I had my schedule all planned and fixed because I try not to work as much as I used to, but it's because it's Christmas time, people really want to hire me at Christmas time. So, but I had about 12, 10 shows, and I said, okay. And then in July, Cher came along. <laughs> I want to hear all about this. Come on, Darlene, let's dish. How did Cher come along? Let's hear. Well, you know, she is one of the original singers in the background on Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Oh, I didn't know she that. She was the first. She. I was late coming to that session, and Phil, uh, Cher was dating Sonny Bono at the time, and he brought her to the session, and he was always talking about Cher could sing, and she was a great singer. And so Phil said, didn't you tell me Cher could sing? And she, he said, yes. He said, well, bring her in here and tell her to sing on the background. <laughs> oh, my. So you know her forever and, and ever. It was the first 17 when I met her. <gasps> She'd never been in front of a microphone before. She had never sung background in a recording studio, let alone on one of Phil Spector's projects. So Phil Spector kept telling her, okay, come on in and sing. And she learned the background. He said, but you're too loud. You have to, not so loud, Cher. And he would say, move back, move back. And by that time I had gotten to the session, I said, well, if you move her back any further, she'll be in the next room. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe, that's unbelievable. 
that you were there the first time Cher was a backup singer on a record. Darlene, that's and the amazing. And the amazing part about it, if you really listen, if you know Cher's voice, you will hear her in the background singing uh, Christmas. <laughs> she, because she had such a distinctive, wonderful voice, a, a very woman. powerful and distinctive yes. sound. Nobody yeah. has that sound. You know when it's share. Yeah. I tell her, honey, don't try to go on the mass singer because you're gonna make it through the first <laughs> of voting. <laughs> wow! Oh, that's unbelievable. And then after that, then uh, in 1990, I went on tour with her as one of her backup singers. I didn't for know almost that. two years, which was so much fun. It was her first tour out. And I went on tour with her, oh. and uh, she would all, she called me up and had me to do a solo in the middle of her show. Oh, darling. <laughs> Incredible. So, and we kept this relation going off and on, off and on, you know, for all of these years, which was a shock to me when she called. Well, not a shock, but a surprise, I'll put it that way. When she called me in July, and she said she was doing a Christmas album, and she never wanted to do one, but she told her... Uh, producers at Warner Brothers, if you let me record Christmas Baby, Please Come Home with Darling Love, I'll do it. <gasps> and this is how it all... And they and they called me two weeks before they were supposed to be finished with the album because when you do a Christmas album, you have to be finished by the end of July. Sure. No joke. You can't be saying, well, I'll be through in another day. No. The end of Christmas, it has to be ready to be shipped. So is They it- got me two weeks before that. I went in the studio and recorded my part. I did the whole song. I asked them, you know, how do you want me to do this? You know, don't just sing it like you sing it when you're working. I went, okay. That's what I did. And Cher was in California in another studio. And she was watching me. Dude, I can't. I'm too excited. I can't watch anymore. So then they shifted to her, and she put her voice on it. I didn't hear the complete record until we. I went to the listening party in, in Los Angeles. And I was like overwhelmed. It, it 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 just brought back flooded so many wonderful memories that I had with her and with Sonny and with Phil Spector back in the days with everybody being such overwhelming trying to get their career started. But Cher hadn't even started her career yet. That's unbelievable. You know, that's that's the most the overwhelming thought that keeps coming over me when I hear us sing this song together because we'd never sung nowhere live. Before, I mean, that was the first <laughs> when we did the Christmas show last night. That was the first time I've ever sung with her live. It was last night. Yes, at the at the uh, the Christmas tree lighting. Oh, I want to hear about this, Darlene. Love, hold on, hold on. You were at the Christmas tree lighting last night with Cher. You're singing this amazing, fantastic song. Do you know that it made national news today because there were pro-Palestinian protesters with all kind of ugly signs and swastikas and all these things, and, they, and they prevented people from watching the lighting that were there? Oh, wow. No, I didn't know that because we were here, you know, uh, watching it on television, and it was like, you know what? I am a very prayer. For, I pray a lot mm-hmm. and meditate. I really do. And I, I, I pray for the safety of everybody. Before I go out on in, on stage, we make a circle, and we pray. I pray for the 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 our audience, my fans that come and see my show, that they would be protected from evil and any t- kind of dis- distraction. It's enough going on, Lisa, in the world where we, when we go out to see a show, that we just want to go out there and, and forget about Tell everything. Tell me about that's it. Going on. It's I agree. A wonderful. 
You know what I'm saying? Totally. And the same thing before we did that the show the other night. I knew the protesters were going to be there, but I prayed for everybody's safety, the people that were watching it, you know, that were there to have a good time to celebrate Christmas, and even the people who are doing what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? But can we have a little peace just for a minute? I know. That's my point. So there you were, and you're in the middle of what you're doing, and you're creating this amazing, beautiful energy. And you don't know that right outside you, there's all this ugliness going on. And today in the paper, it's the national news story. It's made every headline that people tried to disrupt the Christmas tree lighting. Yeah, yes. But they didn't. They did not. Because they were ready for them. You know what I'm saying? I do. They want to go where people are having a good time. And we know it's all going on, but we need a break. We need to be released from this for a few minutes. And then, because we know it's going on, because it's in every headline, it's every TV show, you talk about everything that's going on in our world right now. But we need a release. We need to be comforted for a few, you know what I'm saying? I do. As they say, give, as John Lennon says, give peace a chance. Yeah. Well, Darlene Love, I mean, first of all, you have the best name. We know this. But also um, but also, what you do and the gift of entertaining all year round is exactly do that. You give people that respite. You give people that, you know, that enjoyment that they need. So what was it yes. like to be with Cher? I mean, tell me about it. It was, you know what, it was an old, it, even with me, me and my family, because my assistant is my niece and, and my husband, we were there. And we were just like, just watching it, it it was just amazing. It was like it's an out of I always say an out of out of body experience because it was that good, and we were trying to make it fun for us, which was it was. And if it's make it if, if it's fun for you, it's fun for everybody else that's watching it, and everybody could see that from the, all the the messages and mail that we've got that everybody so enjoyed just watching us be there doing this. All right. Well, Darlene, you want to hold on a second? We have a clip from last night. You want to hear yourself? You want to hear yes, it? Yes. All right, let's play it. Come on, Justin, let's play it. I wish I was there, Darlene. It sounds like a blast. And you can still hear the voices. And Cher sounds pretty good. She sounds good. She sounds great. I got news for you guys. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm 82. She's 77. Uh, we sound great. You do. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I, I heard you last year. I think it was it was last year or the year before. You were, you were phenomenal in concert, Charlene Love. You're phenomenal. And you're coming back to Sacred Heart Theater. You're going to be here soon. You'll be yes, here over the weekend. Yes. Oh. You know, we, we always try to go back to the places that we've been before because it's always such a joy. And the, we always give the audience what they want because they get 100% of me. My whole thing was I always say, you know, if it's 10 people out there, I'm going to give them the same show. I give 200 or 300,000. You're, you're going to get the same show. You paid. You can't help it because a lot of people didn't come. But you paid to see it, and that's that's the way I feel about it. And there's been so many times, Lisa, that you wouldn't believe I've gotten something really great from one of those kind of audience. I got got that the Lethal Weapon movies that I did. Did you? At the bottom line. That's really? how I got Lethal Weapon. At the bottom line, the casting director came to my show. Wow. Hey, Darlene oh, Love. You and- never know. You don't feel bad about people or your audience not being full. Of course, we'd like to have a sold out show every every time. But when I first started out, I didn't. But I made myself do the greatest show I could possibly do. And that lethal weapon came from one of those shows. So Darlene Love, at 82, how do you keep your voice the powerhouse that it is? Do you do anything special in at this age that you know, you didn't have to do 20, 30 years ago, or is the instrument still going along fine? You know, how do you keep yourself in shape for these kind of concerts? Well, you know, at least I drink a lot of water, a lot of water, and I go on vocal rest where I don't talk. I I don't do anything for like three or four hours during the day. I just meditate and just be quiet and don't drink anything cold, but keep my voice. That's the only way I've learned to do. It's my own medicine. And then when I go to my throat doctor, he said, well, I wish all my vocal people were like you. You just have to rest your vocal cords. It's a muscle. And you know, when you work your muscles out, they get sore. Yeah, no, that's really smart. And it's the same thing with your vocal cords. It's a muscle, and you have to be quiet. And, Lisa, if you hear me, I am a loud talker. (laughs) I laugh. I love all that. So I have to make myself rest my voice. Mm. You know, people, my husband will be here, people will be here, and I'm just going Taking my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I think it would be torture for me to not have to talk, to not be able to Everybody, talk. Everybody. Oh. Let me tell you, it's hard to do because even just to say good morning, you know, and those are the times you really should be vocal, uh, keeping your voice down to a minute, not a whisper, but down to a very minimum because you've been sleeping all night, six, eight hours, and then you get up and you start talking loud. Yeah. I had to teach myself not to do that. Hey, Darlene Love, when you go on vacation after the Christmas season or whenever it is that you really need R&R, where do you go? Jamaica, man. Oh, really? My husband is Jamaican. Okay. And we go there every year after the Super Bowl, and we do nothing. I I told some of my friends wanted to go with me. I said, well, let me give you all this here hint. You can go with us. We really don't care. But I sit in the sun, and I don't talk to anybody. Now, if you're willing to do that, you can come. <laughs> I get it. Do you go to Half but Moon it, Bay? And, you know, and I told my husband, yeah. you need the rest just as much as I do because he does all the footwork, oh. all the getting us all there, get, putting the shows together, all of that. The tension he takes away from me. So by the time I finish my December shows and my November shows, I'm beat. I bet. 
So we wait a couple of months, and we go right after the Super Bowl. We've been doing that for over 10 years now, and I see that it works for me, so that's what we do. I went to Half Moon Bay a while ago. That's the only time I ever mm-hmm. was at Jamaica. It was a very pretty resort. Do you do like a resort, or you rent your own like house, or you have a place? No, no, no. We we went a couple of times, and we had house. We had a house, but it wasn't as good because it's still a lot of work. I mean, we had people there were doing all the work, cooking and all that, but it was more uh, likable being in a hotel yeah. where everything is paid for. Nobody knows me. Nobody. Yeah. Every now and then, somebody would give me that strange look like, <laughs> I know you. <laughs> but it's a place where we just go. I sit in the sun. I talk to people. But if I do, it's a bit in a very soft voice. And I always tell them I don't want to sign autographs because if I start signing autographs, then everybody's going to know who I am. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to keep doing that yeah. no matter what. So if, if we're somewhere and one or two people recognize me and ask for an autograph, I'll give it to them. I say, but come on, we got to do it real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're chatting with Darlene Love, who is such a treasure. Hey, Darlene, what was it like to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That was another bucket list, but I kind of put it way at the end of the bucket list because I said, I don't know if this one is going to be possible. And when I got nominated was the, the big job. You have to get nominated first of all. And then they vote on the last five people that they nominate. I see. And then you have to you have to wait to see how the voting came out. And I had a big help with Mr. Bruce Springsteen and Mr. Stevie Van Zant that they said you better vote for this lady. She needs to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And when it happened, it's it's another one of those out-of-body experiences. It's like they call your name, and you go up, and you get it. And you, uh, you I think you really prepare for that, what you want to say. And they let you do your speech, you know, how you want to feel, because it's recognition of all your body of work, yes. the background singing, the, the rehearsals, you know, and just hanging in there. That's what they're giving you that award for, not because you're the biggest selling record artist or you're at the top of the charts, but all your body of work. So it was a wonderful gift to to receive while I am still alive. And Bruce Springsteen, I guess, and Stevie Van Zandt, they're big fans of yours, huh? Yeah, you know, I tell Stephen all the time, you know what, you prophesied this, and you probably don't even remember it. When he saw me over 30 years ago at in, in Los Angeles working, you said to me, you need to live, not come to, but live in New York. Mm. And I went, oh, come on, Stephen. <laughs> he said, well, if I get you a job or two, would you come? I said, yes, I'll come. And he did. He kept his word. He got me two or three jobs in Manhattan. And I found out that I had a fan base here because most of my fan base, I thought, was just in California. But when I came to New York, I was like, wow, okay. And and the longer I stayed, the more I started working. And then here I am now, almost 40 years ago, I moved to New York City. Well, we love you here, Darlene Love. So this was a a good thing. (laughs) We do. We love you so much. And. Thank you so much for, um, well, for sharing your gifts every year. You make Christmas a little brighter. You do. Um, um, I hope so, Lisa, because that, that is my heart. I love doing that. I love doing it. I tell everybody when this becomes a job and it becomes work, that's when I'll, I'll give it up. Okay. As long as I'm in healthy and loving what I do and loving my audience. And I so appreciate all my fans. 
Well, you know, the, people say they, you know, they tell that I love my fans and I love, but I, from my heart, I think about my fans all the time. They're never far away from me and how much they really do enjoy what I do. And here we are 40 years later and I'm still going strong and I can only give the, the praise and glory to God because he's the one has the keeping power. And I believe it with every part of my being. So Darlene Love, have they cast your autobiography yet for the film they've you're developing? They've been trying. We've been, yeah, we've been, they've been trying. They've had nibbles, and then we was right in the middle of the, the strike and in the middle of the, the, the virus, so they had to put it back on the table. But I believe it's going to be told. I really do. That's it just one of those needs somebody, things. it needs somebody who can sort of be discovered the way you were discovered, because to play exactly. you, it's gotta, they got to have a great voice. They got to have a great right? voice. And they've had to, they, they, they've had a few people that said, oh, I don't think that one's right, mm, you know? Yeah. But it'll come. It's just a matter, like everything else with me, it's just a matter of time. Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, Darlene Love, Merry, Merry Christmas. You're going to be in our neck of the woods in Fairfield at the Sacred Heart Community Theater. What a gorgeous venue. And everybody should come. I'm sure it's going to be sold out. Uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank Merry you so Christmas much. Merry Christmas to you, too. Mwah. You and have f- a great day. And follow Darlene Love on Facebook. It's such a fun Facebook page. Go follow her. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back Thank with you. more of the show. Mwah. Bye, honey. Bye. Mwah. Bye-bye. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.